You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, you're joining me for episode 179 of the Blended Family Podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since the last show. That is the schedule I've been on with everything going on right now for me. I really want to get back to every week, but I'm having such a difficult time getting there, especially with the kids home from school for the summer. It just seems there's a lot going on. I'm sure there is for you too. And a lot of eating going on in my house, which means lots of cleaning in the kitchen and food shopping and Lots of extra laundry, you know how it is. So we're just taking things week by week for now and I'm doing my best. Now, just because I'm telling you how busy I am does not mean you should feel bad about reaching out to me by email or signing up for private coaching. I take this podcast very seriously and I'm not looking to stop. In fact, your feedback and listenership is what pushes me to continue. As well as the the coaching helps me too, not only financially so that I can produce this free content for you, but also because I really enjoy it. Coaching brings me great joy because I get to work with you and your family more closely and we really get great results when we do that. The link to schedule a session is blendedfamilypodcast.com slash schedule. That link is also in the show notes. And when you go there, you can see all of the options, including an option for a free consult if you're just not sure whether I'm a good fit for you. We can have a chat for a little bit first. And if you have trouble finding a suitable time, please reach out to me because my online schedule is a bit limited. And I know that many of you are in different parts of the world with different time zones. And I can always find some flexibility if need be. But you're not going to see my daytime working schedule since I have another job during the day and I can't really post those hours. But I can always wiggle you in somewhere. Today, you're going to hear an interview with a return guest. If you haven't yet heard her first here back in December, I want you to go back and listen to that one first, which would be episode 153, or the link would be blendedfamilypodcast.com slash 153. She tells her story of parental alienation, and she's such a remarkable woman. Little did she know back in December that her day was soon coming where she would be reunited with her son. And as soon as I found this out, I wanted her back here to share her story with all of you because it's very inspirational. I know some of you are dealing with parental alienation right now. And I will be giving away another copy of her book, Wonder and Beauty, at the end of this show. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Before we jump into our conversation, I wanted to first give you an update on Sean, my husband, and his detox program. A couple of weeks ago, I told you that he started the Teamy Blends Detox Kit. But at that point, he was only about a week into it. I will only have sponsors here if I actually believe in a product or I really like it. So before agreeing to it, I wanted him to try it. When he's finished with the detox, I will have him back on here on the show to talk about it himself. But for now, to fill you in, he's feeling really good and he definitely has more energy. 
As you know, we work a very physical job. Cleaning five homes in a day can be exhausting. And usually around two or three o'clock, we're feeling pretty sluggish. And that's usually when we wanna reach for some candy or caffeine. Well, since he's been drinking the skinny tea every day, he has less cravings and less fatigue, and his tummy also looks less bloated. And at night, he drinks the colon blend, which sounds like it could be terrible, right? But it's not at all. It's very gentle on his system, no pain and no cramping at all. So we're definitely looking forward to seeing how the next couple of weeks go. So if you want to get your hands on this detox, use my promo code BLENDED to get 20% off of your purchase of $34.99 or more. This detox will help you improve gut health, detox the internal organs, help improve your sleep, give you energy, reduce bloating, help improve your focus, and help eliminate acne and clogged pores. What are you waiting for? We all need to feel better, especially us parents, because when we feel better, we do better. And once again, that code is blended to receive 20% off of your purchase. Go to teamyblends.com. That is T-E-A-M-I-B-L-E-N-D-S.com so you can see the detox kit as well as the many other products they offer to get you feeling great. And that link will be in the show notes for you as well. And now enjoy the interview. Joining us for the second time is Sharla Miller. Sharla was on the show back in the beginning of December. She is a successful author who used the traumatic events in her life to propel her forward. She wrote a book called Wonder and Beauty, My Journey from Heartbreak to Healing Through the Wonder of Horses. She currently resides in Boise, Idaho with her partner and is involved in the world of equine therapy. Sharla also travels as a destination makeup and hair artist and brings her concept of beauty to all she meets. Her story is paving the way for others to see that their pain from loss isn't the ending, but a launching point to even greater connection to those they love and so much more. Welcome to the show, Charlotte. It's a pleasure to have you back. Melissa, thanks so much. Thank you. So the last time you were here, we discussed the entire story of you being separated from your son, as well as the years after that while you were coping with your situation. We also discussed your journey of healing, which you discovered through horse therapy. So listeners, if you haven't yet listened to Sharla's entire story, please turn this off now and go back and listen to that episode first. It was number 153, or to make this really easy for you, you can just use the link blendedfamilypodcast.com slash 153, and that will take you directly to it. For everyone else listening, Sharla, can you please give us a really quick recap of your story? Some time has passed, so I think it'll be helpful. But again, just be brief on it. You don't have to elaborate too much. Okay. I, uh, many years ago when my son was 10, he's now 20, uh, went through many years of uh, parent alienation, hundreds of uh, court cases in the family law uh, courts. And at the end of all of that, um, I had run out of money and so many other things had happened at that time, which then led to me making a decision based on my, um, my intuition and, and, you know, and grace really divine intervention and knowing that I needed to leave in order to save myself and that somehow, some way, and possibly someday I would reunite with my son. It has been, um, 10 years now. And just recently on his spring break, 
he flew with his friend up here to the Idaho area and stayed with me uh, and spent the first five days that we've spent together since he was 10 years old. Wow. And yes, that's why I wanted to have you back. I saw that. Uh, We are Facebook friends. And I did see that you had the very good news that you and your son have been reunited. And who would have known it back when I spoke to you in December? We didn't know that that was coming. So um, I got to witness that magical week in your life through Facebook, a week that I know you'd been dreaming about for so long. And that's why we're here today. So tell us how that all came to be. How did you get to reunite with your son after so many years? How did you plan that all out? Well, you know, what's funny when you say, how did I plan that all out? I really didn't. And I think that that's what I want to convey to parents and caregivers and those that are without their children, have not seen their children or trying to make their way back to their children. And really, you know, in my situation, um, I knew his spring break was coming up. I am not I am not a micromanager mother that, you know, believes that I have to make up for the last 10 years because I think the best advice I received, Melissa, was from my equine therapist and my therapist at that time. If if the reunion ever happens, do not go back and try and make up for lost time. And that's a very human thing that we want to do, especially as a mother. Just take where we are today. And this is why I always bring in the horse analogies. Horses will come to us. We'll, you know, we can we can have an equine partnership or a partnership with a horse, but they have to know that they can trust that the that the bridge that we've built to them, they can cross over to us. And that is an analogy that I think um, is really important when it comes to a child that we haven't seen and they've gone through parent alienation on the other side. And yet at the same time, they have, like my son has a relationship and a strong bond with his father and his father's family. And that's been the main family that he's been with for 10 years. So for me to undermine the love and the words of love and the bridge that I've built built through my writing of the blog, Never Give Up Mom, and then my book, Wonder and Beauty, and then the continual texting that we are now doing through other you know sites. Mm-hmm. To, for me to undermine that by wanting something from him that can't happen is something that I always talk with other parents if I have the time to, to not try and do no matter how much our heart would like that. Wow. That, that is amazing. And I can imagine that that is difficult as a parent because there, there were a lot of missed years. Tell me, what were some of the emotions that you were experiencing in the days and the hours leading up to that visit? I can't even imagine all of the mixed emotions that would come with such an incredible gift. It's a big question, a uh, really big question. Um, it almost kind of, you know, knocks the wind out of you, so to speak. Yeah. The way that my son and I even came upon this week was over the last two years since we met for the first time, um, vis-a-vis texting, and then also one lunch and then a second lunch. So I've really spent only, because people want to know this, I've really only spent about four hours with him in the last two years. But that is important, but it's not the be-all end-all. And let me, let me explain this. For those of you that are listening, parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, sisters, brothers, it's not the absence that is the 
the thing to hold on to. It's your closeness in which you hold that child or those children in your heart. Because I will, I speak from experience that the love that you have in your heart for them as complicated and, and really difficult as these situations can be is the power of love that you have for them will supersede eventually everything that they've gone through. And I can stand here or sit here, you know, in this interview saying that that is the case in my situation with my son. So he wanted, this is the first time, Melissa, that he put together like an itinerary and we worked together financially, the two of us as a team. And I paid for one of the tickets and he paid for one of the tickets. And it got, and I got to see a real working relationship between he and I for the very first time. And he's an adult now, but he's still in school and college. And, you know, we work together as a team and we work together with my, you know, with my schedule and his schedule and finances. And that's that partnership that I continue to talk about in equine in the world of horses. It's a partnership that we work together as, as a team in, in our families, which, you know, and it's a partnership that we work together with anybody and it requires a level of trust and vulnerability with each other in order and not to and not to have a preconceived idea of this wonderful rock and reunion mm-hmm. that may not exist but it's the next step um i so that's i want to you know bring that into this this conversation as well thank you thank you for sharing that that was wonderful um and i and i totally understand that there is a lot that goes into this and that there was a lot leading up to it. Um, so, but, but going back to that, going back to, to the day of your emotions, they were probably all over the place, I'm sure. How did you feel knowing that this day, I mean, I know you said you spent maybe four hours with him in the previous two years, but now you know you're going to have this whole week with him. What was mm-hmm. going through your mind? All of those emotions. Mm-hmm. And I also know that some of the best advice and tools that I have is to stay present in the moment. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know that, that all of our emotions, especially in a situation where you're actually going to be with your, your child for the first time in 10 years can just run, you know, yourself ragged and you show up and you're not even there and present. So I really like I am right now with you. I'm, I'm right here in the moment in this, in this interview. And of course there's so many things that I'd like to say. So in finishing this question, I did all my tasks that day. Sometimes I get a little hyper task oriented, which is helps me to stay in the moment. Um, I knew I was picking them up that, that evening. I was speaking to my father on the phone when he came through the airport. And I think I dropped the phone because I was talking to my dad and I saw him come through and I think I dropped the phone and I just, I kind of freaked out and I went out, I ran over to him and I just gave him a, 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 you know, a hug and gave his friend a hug and, um, was just so, I couldn't believe they were standing there in the airport and we started taking pictures and I wanted, I wanted to post these. Of course I asked him first if that was okay. And he was fine with that. And I posted throughout the, the week that he was here because I want people to see that this is, um, that it is possible that anything's possible. And, uh, I really just tried to stay in the moment. I, I have a practice of meditating I don't necessarily do it every day, but it is a practice that I have in my life. 
I also have a practice of being surrounded by people that are believe in infinite possibilities. In fact, I just became an infinite possibility trainer through Mike and Andy Dooley's program a month ago. And so I am surrounded by people globally, um, just like yourself, that believe in infinite possibilities. And this was this was the one infinite possibility that I wanted. Absolutely. And I, I love Mike Dooley, by the way. I get the notes from the universe. Do you? Yes, absolutely. I yes, I the notes from the universe. It's such a great way to wake up in the morning and look at that email. There's usually something inspirational in there. Yes. Well, um, I, I'm very, very, it, it is, you know, I, I opened up my Facebook that day. I remember the day that I saw that and I was just filled with joy when I saw that, that you had that week planned with your son. And, you know, I felt like it's been a while since we spoke. I thought it was a year ago because life is so crazy. And I realized that we had just spoke back in December and in just these few short months, um, that had happened and it's just amazing. So, um, so tell me about the week. I mean, I know, I'm sure you had a lot planned and you've been apart for so long. So what was it actually like, you know, you, you meet him at the airport, you give him a hug, you take some photos, and now you have a week ahead. Are you nervous? Are you excited? What did you have planned? What were the conversations like? I mean, I'm sure everybody wants to know what that feels like after having an absence for so long. It's as it's surreal. That's the first word that comes to my mind. It's surreal. Um, and to stay present and, you know, we're all, we're all energy workers. A lot of us are energy workers at this point in time in, 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 you know, our evolution here. And mine was really just to take in what his energy was like. I mean, could you imagine what he was feeling? And yet at the same time, he'd been completely open and I, I won't say, um, open, responsible, um, and always got back to me within a really short period of time as we planned this. And I had what I wanted him to experience and his friend to experience was um, the Idaho that I've, that I've come and grown to know and love. I had um, horse lessons for both, set up for both of them down at uh, the Sweet Pepper Ranch, which, I, which is where I, I do my lessons and do some of my equine groundwork. Um, so I had lessons with Matt Livengood, an incredible, incredible guy that takes the wild Mustangs and uh, trains them and then gets them adopted through the uh, Mustang Heritage Foundation for the purpose of having, giving them a home. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we went down to the ranch one day for three or four hours. We went out to another place called Celebration Park, which is uh, Idaho's first petroglyph um, archaeological park, which has got some, they've got some amazing, amazing, um, languages out there that they don't, scientists don't even know what, you know, what the language is. We, I had a couple different parties. I had one party in honor of, of him, uh, and his friend being here. So I had the neighbors over and had sort of like a potluck. And then, uh, my son is getting to know people on my side of the family that he didn't ever knew existed. And one of his cousins lives here in this area. So she came over and we had sort of a family, small family gathering one evening. And then probably one of the things I wanted to tell your listeners and you about, I had been hauling around probably four boxes. I'm not one of these people that keeps everything because I knew early on in the years when I didn't know where my son was 
that a lot of uh, parents that have been alienated from their child or children tend to build shrines in their house, which is not healthy after a period of time because you have to move on with your life. And so I condensed it down to three or four boxes. And one night, um, my son and his friend and I sat in the living room with the fire going and I brought out the first two boxes. And these are these are memories that some of them he met, you know, remembered, um, you know, uh, books and Bibles from his first Bible school, uh, trophies, pictures, albums, little things that his grandparents gave him, um, just little trinkets that he, that he loved, you know, his first teddy bear, his second teddy bear, you know, those types of things, uh, that he, uh, lots of pictures that I saved. And these are things that in those years, um, he probably never even knew I had. And some of them he did remember. He remembered an, a bracelet. We, I took him to uh, Cabo San Lucas on a, uh, on a Royal Caribbean cruise one year. And we sat on the sand and they make your bracelet and, 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 you know, write your name in it. And so I caught him wearing that while he was here. And I forgot that I had even put that in there. So I, really became the observer of him. He was very quiet with me, very reserved. Um, you know, he's polite. He's a polite young man. He, um, and yet at the same time, he's a, he's a guy going, a young man going to university. And so, you know, I mean, I saw myself making quesadillas for him again and, you know, you know, cleaning up after him again. And then of course me saying, okay, son, would you go out and chop some wood for me? Cause you know, we've got a little ranch here and I could use some of that wood in smaller pieces. And he did that. And he did that with his cousin when she was here. And so we shared days like that. And then there were the difficult moments where there wasn't any communication and that becomes almost as frightening as anything because you don't know what they're thinking. And at the same time, the last thing any of us want is somebody to keep saying, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? You know, um, I mean, what's going on? I mean, and especially a male, women are different. Males are different. And so I would ask his friend, is he, is he okay? And after I asked the second time, I had to check myself and be okay in the silences Wow, that is very, very profound. Um, Now, I have to ask this because I'm sure it's on the minds of my listeners. Did you talk about the abduction or even the details of what happened over the years? I imagine he had so many questions, as did you. Did you discuss any of that or did you decide not to? And also, did you talk about his dad and what he did and what his role was in all of this? No, we didn't, but let me get, I'll get to his dad in a second because I really, you know, Melissa, the only way that I could continue, and this is how I base my life. And trust me, I'm not, I'm not floating on water over here or floating through the air. Like I'm just a, I'm a mom that this story is real and I've walked through the, through this story, um, really with God's grace. Some of it has been graceful and some of it has been really messy. And I, am very um, cognizant and uh, about the energy that I'm trying to put out with him. And at the same time, I'm his mom. And there's still, of course, some 
post-traumatic stress, pain, that sort of thing. So I never really, you know, I think what happens a lot of times with, with these kids, especially that grow up as adults and they finally make their own decisions because this was his money and my money that we did this with in our time. I didn't know if his dad knew he was here. Um, and I found that out at the end of the trip and I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but I don't believe that he believes that he was abducted. Mm. I don't know what he believes as far as why I disappeared for 10 years. The only thing that he has said to me, and I, I also want to have this, some of this remain as far as privacy between he and I, is that the only thing he said early on was that his dad and the new wife wanted the best for him. Hmm. And yeah, that I'll tell you something that sits about as well in my stomach today as it did then. And when it really comes right down to all of this, did I not want this week to happen? Of course I did. Did I not want him to open the boxes that I've saved for him all of these years? Of course I did. Could I have even imagined when we were talking about this in December that he would be sitting in a living room in my home in Idaho and opening them? No, I couldn't have. And there's so much as parents that we have to be the parent and put our feelings aside for the sake of a growing a relationship as adults. Well, this, this hasn't, it hasn't been easy. No. And that's why I'm sitting here saying that's very remarkable because, you know, I don't know how many women in your position or how many parents I should say in your position that would be able to do that. And so I commend you for that. I know that it was the right thing to do. Um, I just don't know how many people could actually do that because I think most people would want to shout, you know, tell their side of the story and make sure that they're heard. And and it's just unbelievable. And I, I know that your day will come where you will be able to share your side of the story. And I know that this week would not have been the right time. Obviously, um, you're trying to build a relationship again. And obviously, the the story that he heard is completely different. And we know that. Um so I give you a lot of credit for, for being able to do that, for being able to just be a great mom and and be present in the moment and do that. Um, moving forward, Charlotte, what's the plan now? Is he going to be visiting with you again? Are you talking on a regular basis now? I'm sure that you do have a lot of catching up to do. We do. And he is, you know, moving forward with his uh, last, last uh, part of his sophomore year. I am, I've got some big news. I am, um, I've been given some offers in the Southern California area and this has all happened based on, I mean, there's so much movement and reunion in my life. One of that being with my son and the other one being with my birth family and other family that I was raised with down in the San Diego, California area. So my little ranch is up for sale and I am, uh, without my partner, um, I'll clarify that moving moving home and to a real reunion of sorts of my own with my, my birth family and the family that I was raised with. And I have a position waiting there for me. And I also have some plans with my sister to eventually open an equine spirit center and provide, um, 
provide access to women and I would imagine men as well at some point in time in a coaching capacity with equine partners and sharing this experience that I was given and doing the same thing with others in the San Diego area. So I'm sort of on the move right now. And at the same time for my son to come down and meet all of these family members, I mean, so many aunts and uncles and cousins that he doesn't even know existed. So he knows that I'm in on the move um, in the next, I would say, couple of months and uh, that we are, I want to say, solidifying, growing and reuniting in ways that I could have never imagined. This is all so wonderful. I love to hear it. Um, real quick, though, before I move forward, I think that we forgot to talk about, you said you were going to get back to what happened with your son's dad. Um, and I don't think we went back to that. Yeah. Uh, one night, it was the last night before we were all getting up at four in the morning to get to the airport. And, you know, my, my kid is, he's my kid. He, you know, I forget this because I, I didn't, university was a while ago, but he stays, he's, he sleeps like until 11. I'm like, how does anybody sleep till 11? I just don't get that. I'm like, why are you not up? You know, I'm up at seven or six and then he, they stay up right until 12, one, two. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're still up. Cause I'm trying to sleep. And I, I laughed at that and I thought, how many times do parents go, Oh my gosh, I can't wait till they're on their own. And what I want to say to each and every parent with all the love in my heart is that you will miss that when it's not there. Mm. Be present in being annoyed right now and love being annoyed because you will miss, you will miss that. Okay. So fast forward to this. I heard him pick up a phone call and I was listening because it was like, I don't know, one twelve in the morning, 12, one in the morning. And I heard him what I thought was talking to his father. Well, his father and I haven't had any communication whatsoever in over a decade or more ever since this thing happened. And I thought, oh my gosh. And it just got me in my solar plexus. And I thought, oh my gosh, God help me work through this now. I finally went back to sleep. And the next morning, the thought occurred to me, and isn't this what love is? ask him as I'm driving, we're driving us to the airport and things are quiet. Plus it's four in the morning or five in the morning or something like that. Ask him, does your dad know you're here? And I thought, why am I asking this? You know, spirit, why am I asking this? It's because what happens then is you release further any kind of condemnation that this child might think that you have against the parent that you had all these problems with. It further releases the fact that you have faith in your relationship right now, that you want to move forward, that things should be cleared away and done with in the past, and that no matter if they were speaking to their mother or their father, that you love them all the same. Mm-hmm. And that's love. And so all I said was, hey, does your dad know you're here? And I thought, holy cow, this is such a loaded question for me to be asking my son. And he said, he said well, yeah, he does. And I go, that's cool. And I'm telling you, Melissa, I swear it wasn't me talking. So the next question I said was, how is your dad? I'm not lying to you. I was filled with love to be able to ask that question. I said, how's your, how's your dad? Oh, he's doing good. They're doing well. And I said, that's, that's great. 
And then all of a sudden, the two of them, he and his friends started saying, oh, yeah, and your sister, because I know that they went on to have two other children for them themselves. Yeah, so-and-so, your sister's so tall, she's 5'9", and the, your little brother has grown so much, and there's a baby. And, and all of a sudden, I went, what? Because I know how old my ex-husband is. And I said, a baby? And my son said, yes, they have a three-year-old. And I looked at my son, and I went, wow. You know, kind of like that, wow. And I thought, don't, don't take the bait, Sharla. Don't take the bait. And I just went... That is so amazing. And in that moment, it is just like God, divine love, grace, saying, just be in love right now in this position with your son and let him know that you're open enough to talk about the other side of his life. Because that's all these kids want. That's all want. That is unbelievably amazing and and yes i think that everything in life really you can go to fear or you can go to love with it and you chose love in that moment and that's why everything worked out the way that it did and and you got a gift out of the process um and i really like what you said before too uh that was a message that i needed to hear today about how you're going to miss this. You know, we're, we're going through a time where we're raising four teenagers all at the same time. And you can imagine it's really, really tough to do that. And we have our days where we're like, Oh my gosh, I can't take one more day like this or, you know, one more stress. And so it is a good reminder to those of us that take for granted the fact that we do get to have our kids with us for all these years. We don't think about parents out there that don't. And so thank you for that little reminder. This is all so amazing. And I'm sure I can speak on behalf of all of the listeners when I say we are overjoyed for you, Sharla. I know it's been a really rough road. Unfortunately, there are so many other parents out there who are in the same boat as you were, parents who are suffering from parental alienation. So what would you say to those parents now? And does that look any different than what you might have said before reunification? Uh, somewhat, uh, yes and no. I'm going to start with the most important part. And I know that this is not, um, the first, when I speak with other parents via Facebook, a lot of it, and these are mainly mothers uh, around the world that are in the same situation. The first thing to do, and, and you're being called to action to love yourself. And I'm telling you, it is not easy. You don't even understand what that really means. It doesn't mean a bath. Does that mean, you know, an extra piece of chalk? What does it mean? You know, what does that really mean? The call to love is this, is that spirit, God, you know, mother, father, God, whatever you know as to being love, God is love. God wants you, love wants you to love yourself, to take care of yourself, to honor yourself, to be well with yourself. And it is super tough. There is nothing tougher than a child that's been alienated from you, abducted from you, um, or I, I have a friend, a dear friend that is there, her child was part of a deal that she gave to get free from a cult and she had to give her baby up as oh part of the, gosh, that's horrible. And this is a, an amazing, like unreal earth angel, accomplished speaker, singer, you know, trainer. She's unreal. She doesn't talk a lot about that part of her story because what she's here to do is doing exactly what she's doing today, just like I am. And so first thing is call to love for yourself. 
When you can start to do that, and my thing is always going to be say, get around horses because they'll, they'll, they've changed my life and I'll be around horses for the rest of my life in some capacity. So it's to get around things that you resonate most dearly with and that helps you to heal your heart and you continue to make that a practice of. And number two, when you are drawn, led, called to, and you'll feel that once you start to be able to be in your body, in your mind, more often than not, because you can actually be in the presence of this pain and know that you're moving through it and that life is getting lighter and life is getting better because it will if you want it to. The second thing to do is to start writing to your children. And, you know, you can follow my lead or you can follow someone else, some other parent's lead, but you can put together a WordPress blog and you can start blogging about your love for your children based on the love and what you're doing in your own life. And that is transformative. No one can ever take away your words of love ever unless you decide to take it off the internet yourself. And that's a way to get your story of your heart for them out there. And one thing, just like all these atoms I talked about in my book, start to come together. And the reunification is miraculous. And it will happen based on the fact that you continue to put content out there on the internet. That's another way. So your love isn't wasted. Your love will never be forgotten. In fact, I want to just say this very quickly if I can. I was raised by two wonderful people that I wasn't necessarily close with my mother, but I was my father. And going through all these transitions, one thing I've heard a long time ago, and I think you probably have as well, you will miss your mother and your father, and most of us do uh, when they're gone. And it's been in this transition of me moving from Idaho to California and splitting up with my partner and then having my son coming back in and, you know, reuniting with him in this way that I miss my parents the most. And so just know that you will miss the sound of these teenagers. You will probably, not all of us will miss your parents when they're gone, even if you weren't super close to them. Um, And take every single moment and every single day and infuse it with as much love and grace for yourself as you possibly can. Wow, that's wonderful, wonderful advice. Now, I was going to ask you about the horses, but you've already told us that you're you're going to continue to work with horses and that you introduced your son to the horses. Um, But I want to touch on your book one more time. Wonder and Beauty, it talks about how you found the horse therapy and how it helped you overcome the traumatic experiences in your life. So for the listeners, uh, again, if you haven't heard the last interview, we talk more about that book there. Um, And I will be giving away another copy of Charlotte's book at the end of this interview. So stay tuned at the end to find out who the winner is for that, because it really was a beautiful, beautiful book. And you really, if you're going through anything like this, you want to talk to Charlotte and you want to reach out to her because, as you can see, uh, she's dealt with this and in such an amazing way. Uh, I really look up to you, Charlotte. Thank you. So, and and you have such strong faith and strength. So I really want to thank you for coming back on the show to update us about your son, because I think it really helps the other parents who are struggling right now to know that they should never give up hope, you know, because your situation, it, it was a long time without your son. And you were the first person that could have said, you know what, 
I'm just going to give up. But you didn't. You didn't. And now look where you stand. So um, thank you for all that advice to to our other parents. That was wonderful. Uh, what is the best way for people to reach out to you to find you? They can reach me through my website, which is charlamiller.com, which is C-H-A-R-L-A, miller.com, or uh, Beauty Heals You, beauty, H-E-A-L-S-Y-O-U.com. It's the same website. And I also have a really gorgeous um, offering coming up this October in Idaho, and it's a wonder and beauty retreat for women. It's a two-day retreat. It's not really a workshop, but it's a retreat. It's about horses and groundwork and organic food and yoga stretching, vision boarding, and just um, with a group of, of no more than 10 women. So we're going to be offering that here in Southern Idaho. You can find that under my events tab in on my website. And if you want to touch base with me and just email me privately, please do that at Sharla at beautyhealsyou.com. I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. And I am really, you know, here to, you know, give you any, um, strength, um, hope and, um, not advice, but just to share my experience with you and just to listen to you. So yes, that's, those are all the different ways you can, you can get a hold of me or hopefully we'll see you here in October. That sounds great. And I will go ahead and add all of your links to the show notes as well for the listeners. And I am so excited for this new chapter in your life, Sharla. I really want to wish you the best of luck to you and your son. Thank you so much, Melissa, for your time. And thank you so much for the great work that you do out there. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed that conversation I had with the amazing Sharla Miller. As promised, I do have a giveaway, and that is a copy of her book called Wonder and Beauty, My Journey from Heartbreak to Healing Through the Wonder of Horses. I really enjoyed this book, and I know you will too. The winner today is Demaria Davis. Demaria, I will be contacting you to arrange shipping on that. And remember, for the rest of you, in order to be included in the monthly giveaways, you only need to be on my list. You can join for free at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash subscribe. Congrats to my winner. And the rest of you can purchase the book using the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.